Hey, this is John Reap from the Country-ish Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. No sports? No problem. My bookie offers the latest and most popular sport game titles and state-of-the-art software. No need to leave the comfort of your home. It's all at your fingertips. Featuring a truly flawless live casino, complete with professional dealers, as well as a large selection of classic and progressive slots games, plus the greatest selection of video poker variants. They really do offer something for everyone. Take advantage of their daily promotions for the casino, which includes bonuses, cash backs, raffles, free chips, and free spins for you to increase your chances of winning every single day. Also, you can put your skills to the test in their latest free blackjack and slots tournaments, which includes a free 10K prize pool blackjack tournament. Stuck at home? Don't even sweat it. They got you covered. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? My bookie pays fast when you win. With decades of experience, great customer service, and hassle-free transactions, why would you bet anywhere else? Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ATCCASINO for a 150% bonus on your first deposit. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. Till the tears run down from my eyes, Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody, can anybody find me? Somebody to love. Alexa, play hits from Queen. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. First skipped message. Hey, what's up, Rasa? Can't so with all you guys. I'm on my lunch break. Yeah, man. Keep doing it. Love it. Love it, love it, love it, bro. The best part of your motherfucker, man. You're the best. You do. Love your tours. Always rocking it. Wife. Miss Lisa, Mrs. Lisa, as far as you rock to bro. This is the best. Keep doing it, man. Uh, all right, bro. Be cool. End of message. Delete. Press 7. Save. Press 9. Don't try to run. What's up, Fool Podcast with Felipe Esparza? And Rodrigo Torres. What's up, Fool? What's up, everybody? Shout out to Ted Martinez and Reno. Yeah, man. And shout out to at Slick Rick 211 from Fresno. What's up, Fool? Also, shout out to everybody that went to the Fresno show. It was sold out. Hell Tower yeah, Theater. Okay. Shout out to that guy that hung out with us in the sparking at the end with your girlfriend. <laughs> and we hung out there two years ago before that. Hell yeah, dog. That show was cool. Also, man, um, everyone who came out to Merced, thank you very much, man. And hopefully one day, man, we'll, they'll, we'll find a way to close down every massage parlor in Merced. <laughs>
and not just the ones that were on that were on 16th Street. <laughs> That's weird, man. In Merced, it's like whole crazy motel, Thai restaurant, um, one of those Mexican places that sells fucking um, lengua, <laughs> laundromat, and another massage parlor. Mean massage parlor. Then huh? the, probably the ghetto. In Merced, I, you know, I don't, I'm not a diva or nothing, but I hope to be one, you know. <laughs> Why not? I don't have the the stuff that other people get, you know? <laughs> that, and I don't complain about anything, man. Especially, like, if, if someone else books a hotel, you know, but when you're selling out a show, they should find you a hotel, man. I don't like hotels, like, that doesn't have a lobby. <laughs> like, if the guy has to wake up and check you in, see, you can't be putting me there no more. Those are the kind of place I would go there to do crack. With the whole family's working at the hotel, huh? The whole family. That's a bad thing, man. When the mom and dad are there working too, and they're eating while they're checking you in, it's time to leave. It, it could be an East Indian family, Armenian, Salvadorian, Mexican. It don't matter who it is, man. But your mom shouldn't be eating breakfast while you're checking someone into the hotel. If I knock her under the bed, man. So we stood at the hotel. I'm going to say the name only because I don't care. The roadway in <clears throat> on on um, Motel Center Drive. First of all, that's the first sign when you know you're going to stay at a shitty hotel. <laughs> that the street is called Motel Center Drive. <laughs> and it's funny, when, when the street starts, you the Motel Center Drive starts as soon as you leave a hotel. Oh, right there, dog. Yeah, once you leave the Marriott, then it's all fucking motels. Roadway in, express in, and then... Over there by that bar, where you, where 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 um cool right, cats, cool cats, bro. <laughs> cool cats is one of those clubs, man, where you could show up with your wife and she could have a hickey on her neck. She could be pregnant, pushing a stroller, and somebody, someone will still walk up to you and go, "Hey, homie, is that lady with you, bro? Is she, is she your lady or what?" <laughs> like that, man. And For real, like dog. that, fool. It was kind of place where. It's not. It's not hard to find a forty-nine-year-old man with a fat hickey on his neck. <laughs> Representing, dog. Representing, bro. Veterano style. Veterano style. But you bailed out, huh? You said, "Fuck that, eh? Fuck that, dog. <laughs> no, let me tell you what happened, man. <laughs> tell first, us, dog. First of all, man, I opened up my back window of the door, and there was this redneck family across the street, and they were filling up their um ab- ab- gr- above ground pool. <laughs> I should dude. They they finished filling it up on the day we left. Okay. Above ground pool, right? Not only that, their backyard was like my grandma's yard, you know. But she lives in the desert, bro. There's no grass. <laughs> Fucking water crisis. You know, like the, her back, like I guess these people who live across the street from the motel, they miss Indio, bro. <laughs> I spied on those fools, dude. They were all smoking joints in the back. I and know, shit. man. Eating chips. And then <laughs> there was a little kid and his fucking little Latino friend and black friend. They were walking around the corner of the side of the house smoking cigarettes and nobody's going to know. Those fools had nothing to do, dog. So I'm, I'm laying in the bed, man, and I like, I, you know, I always flip the top sheet off, you know, to see what's going on. Because the, the top sheet of the hotel, I don't care what hotel it is. It could be four-star. That top sheet, they never clean it. So I took it off. Good bed, and right there, bro, there was four horchata stains. <laughs> that wasn't horchata, Okay, dog. bro, I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> I'm trying to give the benef- the hotel the benefit of the doubt. Some DNA player. Yeah, man. If I had one of those purple lights, you know. <laughs> so I could just tell, man, I, you know, it was crusty. 
And then I then I saw then I said um I called up the front desk. First of all, there was no iron in the hotel. You got to leave a deposit for the iron. Fucking scandalous, dog. Yeah, man. That hotel was one of the hotels where the maid was still your house. <laughs> dude, when did that fool book the rooms, dude? The day before? I think he booked it before we left. <laughs> so I asked the lady, um, could you come over here, man, and change my blankets? You know, they're a little messy. And she comes up, and then I pointed at where it was. <clears throat> then I go to the bathroom while she's changing. And then she puts the, another sheet over, and she says, um, I have to go get another blanket. Why? That one's staying too. God damn. So they don't bro. wash the blanket, bro. They recycle them. Scandalous. They, go, they just switch them from room to room. Cutting, slashing prices, fucking hotel, dog. Yeah, my hotel was right right, right next to the stairs, bro. Like, as soon as, like, I'm, like, if I had my window open, I could see people pass by where I'm eating cereal. Like, I couldn't sit on my table with a window open because I would have to greet everybody. Like, hi, I'm the second floor lobby. How you guys doing? Can I, <laughs> I check you into the roadway in? Food, what about the big-ass train, dog? Food, as soon as we get there, Larry Bobos ask them if they have a, a gym. A gym. A gym. Jim's Bro, you don't see me holding an iron right now? <laughs> You're asking for a fucking gym? Gotta work out. Then I'm... Then he asked them, uh, where can where be a good place to jog around here? And that guy looked at him like, nowhere. <laughs> Jogging place. Eh? I see what you got to do, I told him. Man. You got to wait till it gets dark and then jog to that McDonald's sign and then try to make it back. <laughs> That's the prize. Making it back with your life. So, man, there was swimming pool there, but that shit was locked. Somebody drowned last week, dog. Yeah, man. And everybody that... Every every hotel room in Marseille was filled up because I guess the only high, they were graduating from university, yeah. Merced, Cal State, or Merced, UC Merced. So all the rooms were taken. So everybody else that was staying in that room was um, tripping out how shitty it was, right? So I, re- I made it even shittier, bro. I fucking took off my T-shirt and I just hung up by my stairs, ch- chicken, mad dog, and everybody coming in, bro. <laughs> and then squeezing my titty and shit and making it look, you know, like the way it's supposed to be, bro. I was dressed for the part. And um, they're, they're worried about their car. I'm worried about my car. They're worried about their Harley, too, dog. Oh. So, what's up, fool? What's up, fool? Chilling, dog. Born in Boyle Heights, Anthony Citric Campos is in the house. Hell yeah. What's up, brother? How you living, dog? What up, what up, man? What's I'm up, good, man? Fool? How you guys doing? Good, man. What's up, fool? You know us, man. We're just talking about, I'm pretty sure you stood at bad hotels. <laughs> uh, I still time. do, eh? I still do, man. What are you talking about? I work about? for Lad. It's not about the money. Just trying to you know, save a little money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. So you're, <clears throat> you're from mm-hmm. the area, man. Speaking of hotels. You ever stood at that? You, you ever stood at the Days Inn right there on Commerce? Couple times. Yeah, that was all right, though. <laughs> it, it was good for a minute. <laughs> Dude, I, I stood at the Comfort Inn one time on Mednick. Over there on Mednick and Cesar Chavez, across the street from the 7-Eleven. It's a Comfort yep. Inn. It's a hotel right before you get to Maravilla Projects. <laughs> yep. And it's run by Maravilla, probably. And uh, you go over there, and right before you get to East LA College, Dude. I found one time when I was there with my baby mama and my kids, we were breaking up. We were broken up. So I would tell them just, let's get a hotel, honey. 
So the kids, <laughs> so the kids will be at Seven Eleven eating Doritos with nacho cheese, <laughs> while we're turning it up. And I found a hypodermic needle, bro. Where? Under the bed. God damn. Yeah, it's a straight crack motel right there, man, or hotel. <laughs> I it goes down. Uh, that place, bro, is where like when you when you that hotel basically is one of the hotel where you meet a girl. Like if you meet a girl at Quiet Cannon, <laughs> Quiet Cannon is this nightclub. <laughs> In um, the city of Montebello or Garfield. Monor- or Garfield on Garfield, and right there it's a golf course. By the way, it's it's a golf course, but the golf course turns into a club Tuesdays <laughs> through Saturday, and that was the place to be, man. On Tasty Tuesdays, yeah, it was. I, I live down the street from them, <laughs> <laughs> and it was two for one. God damn, and two drinks for the price of one. No, it was Tasty Tuesday, two for the price of one, right? And man, and then on Saturdays or in Fridays, it was uh, free before eight. So, man, I used to get to the club at seven, bro, <laughs> just to get in free. <laughs> oh, I'm right there outside getting dodging golf balls. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get to the club early not to pay, bro. <laughs> Save that extra 10 bucks, though. And then when I would just hide with the bathroom, you know, but they would think I'm all there all, all day. <laughs> the longest shit. <laughs> And I wasn't even drinking back then or smoking pot. I was sober, fool. <laughs> they thought you were part of the staff. Would. Hell yeah, man. But now I know better, man. I don't get nowhere early, man. Like, especially at like a Mexican birthday party, Latin birthday parties. Never. <laughs> or a black birthday party. Don't ever. Or period, man. Don't even ever. If the party says noon, be there at 2 p.m. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> be there at 2 p.m. Because if you get there at 11.30 or Noon, you will be putting up stringers. <laughs> you will be blowing up balloons with yeah. your mouth. They're going to push you to work. <laughs> That's why, man, I show up. The party says are noon. I show up at 3 o'clock with my present. Everybody's leaving. I get my cake and go home. Yeah. I hate, man, when the cake doesn't start soon enough. <laughs> like, wait to the end. like everybody already ate. You got your third plate, you know. The little baby's all cagada on the jumper. <laughs> and you're like, man, um, senora, have you noticed that the big jumper, the big jumper, the air is coming out already? <laughs> Can we get to that cake already, please? The, the ice cream is melting. Good night. The DJ wants to go home. <laughs> I think the egg, uh, cake and ice cream should be the first thing they serve, man. Oh, man, it should. <laughs> man. Dessert first. Dessert, dessert, exactly. And it better not be from Phoenix in Chinatown. <laughs> You ever had that? Of course you had that. Yeah. <laughs> Phoenix Bakery, bro, opened in 1938 in Chinatown, bro, Damn. by the Chinese family, bro. Classic. They're known for their Cool Whip strawberry cake. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. But no, that shit's not sweet, though. <laughs> Bland as fuck. You want to get a real birthday cake, man, with a lot of sugar and a lot, a lot of fucking El Pavo Bakery, man. <laughs> Yep. Or La Favorita on <laughs> on Beverly. No, 4th Street and 4th and Soto. Right there, man, is where I used to practice shoplifting, bro. <laughs> I started shoplifting on, on Soto and 4th Street when it was a Safeway, bro. I was the king, bro. Felipe <laughs> Five Fingers. As soon as I left Hollenbeck Junior High School, I used to go with my friend, Ed, uh, I don't know his name, I think it was Edwin. He had curly hair. He looked Puerto Rican. And his other friend named I forgot his name too, Carlos. He looked Puerto Rican too. <laughs> and we used to go in there, bro, and just steal Snicker bars, bro. And M&M's. 
I don't know why. Dude, that guy Edwin was crazy, dude. He got a box. He made a wood shop, a box, and he put it, opened it, and he put all the candy in there and walked out. <laughs> and then I get busted two days later, bro. And start ratting everybody else who's still there. I'm not the only one, you know. Damn. There be a guy here coming at noon with a box. <laughs> Started singing like a canary. Yeah, man. The next day, though, I still went back to that Safeway, bro. <laughs> and they kicked me out. But I wanted to let them know. <laughs> no fear, no fear. No fear, man. <laughs> but I don't shoplift no more, man. <laughs> but sometimes, dude, I do take shit by accident. <laughs> I forget, hey, bro. It happens, man. Oh, it, happens. it happens. I'm sorry, bro, man. happens a hard break. <laughs> I didn't mean to walk out with a car battery. <laughs> <laughs> I used to know fools that would throw shit all the time, man. Tyrus. No matter where they were at, they would take something. Like this dude, they used to call him Wero because he just looked Wero. He was an alcoholic. He had that one little tooth, you know, from doing too much coke. But the rest of the teeth were all right. And that fool would always steal from any any um, auto shop. He was always steal that little ball that you put behind of a truck to tow something. <laughs> a little tow hitch? The tow hitch. He was the <laughs> king of stealing tow hitches, bro. Damn. Why, because it was easy or... or you just put or, his or, or grab get, it, man. When you get money for it. I like collecting them, dog. <laughs> have at the pad, huh? He have it all over his doors. <laughs> My new doorknob, you know? His bathroom door with balls hanging. <laughs> he had his own little collection. Yeah, man. <laughs> so getting back to that hotel, man, I know you were listening. And that, have you ever, that bed, it was a, a cum stain, man, I ain't gonna lie. It was a cum stain, you know? Oh, and I made man. sure, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure, to the, they didn't put that blanket on the floor and let the baby walk in, then he threw up on it. Eh? <laughs> That's why I just take my own blanket everywhere I go, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's San Marcos over here. Well, where is my San Marcos? <laughs> I do I do a ghetto style, man. I carry my own blanket in my car everywhere I go, man. Taking no chances. I want to start carrying my own pillows, man. That, that too, man. <laughs> I got like the best pillows in the whole wide world, man. Right now? You like your pillows soft, citric, or you like them hard or, or mushy? Like I'm uh, in between. <laughs> Me too. Like I like I like my, my pillow to be soft. But the inside to feel like you stuff a bunch of dirty clothes inside. <laughs> lumpy. Lumpy. Yeah, I love it. Lumpy, bro. Because then I could mold it. And then I put my arm under it. And man, and I know I'm in deep sleep when I got to wake up and put my hand in the air and go, hallelujah. Because my hand fell asleep. Because every morning I wake up, man, and my hand is asleep. And I got to raise my hand, bro. <laughs> To let the blood come back. Because you know when you're fucking fat, bro, you fucking fall asleep. I'm pretty sure anybody who's over 270 pounds, they can't fall asleep sideways. What happened, bro? Oh, man, fucking my knee kept falling asleep. Sitting down all the time everywhere I was at. Damn, yeah, dog. If I, I would have been sitting here, you know, you might turn around and I'll be asleep snoring, man. <laughs> so, what's up? Boo! Did you grew up in Boyle Heights, man? Anyways, I'm yeah. going to introduce you properly, man. Yeah, man. This guy right here. I met her a long time ago. Sounds like Barry Cats. All right. <laughs> Anthony Citric Campos, the first time I ran into him, we met at um, in 2008, 2000, late 2008 or early 2009. I was doing a movie with John Torturo and Paul Rodriguez called 
the deported. I'm trying to make it sound cooler. <laughs> okay, it was N- Nicholas Tortura. His brother. From the longest yard. And um, he and Joey, that's right, it was Joey Coco Diaz, cocksuckers. And Joe Diaz said, Felipe, they're looking for a fat Mexican to be a cowboy. Because you're going to read for it, but you might get it already. Because I talked to um, Nick Torturo and Paul Rodriguez. Hell yeah. So when I go over there, I read for I read for Nick John Torturo. No, Nick Torturo first. We read. He likes me. And then um, I read for the director of the movie. He likes me. And then I knew I got the part when they told me, whatever you do, try not to lose weight in the next two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I was born for this role. <laughs> So I started working in this movie called The Deported. This is one of those movies, man, that you can find. On iTunes, no? On iTunes? No, you can't find it no more because um, the the It was on Netflix for a minute. It was on Netflix for a minute. It was on Netflix for a minute to the actors who are on SAG who are trying to get money. So pulled. And they got pulled. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> the movie of The Deported was kind of like um, Born in East L.A. Kind of, but not really. So on one of the scenes we were working, we were we were filming the movie over there by um, Santa Clarita. In the valley. In the valley, and it was cold as a motherfucker. Rain. And rain hard. Muddy, man. (laughs) And it was was cold in this scene. And it was supposed to be hot. (laughs) And every time they said cut, all you could see of everybody's cold breath. I remember that. (laughs) Long hit. They had heaters for everybody except the extras. <laughs> they yeah, they them, were hating him. They gave them leg warmers. That's when I realized, man, what's it like to be a principal in a movie? Because <laughs> all my life, I've been um, extra or, or fucking PA. <laughs> and um, I never knew anything, man. Cause I'm over there hanging out with the extras, bro. <laughs> you know, everybody's. I, I can't find Nick Torturo. He's locked up in his um, his two man, his five man trailer. I got my own trailer the first day. Then the second time, I was sharing it with Paul Rodriguez. And the third time, I didn't have no more trailer. They gave it to the little midget. <laughs> you didn't have a trailer. No, we didn't have a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> They had us. They had us in one of the in one of the sets, and they're one of the little. They're supposed to be like a little house. They just had a, a, a crafting right there and a bunch of chairs, and that was it. Don't fall asleep. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think the last day that we that we 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 got to use uh, Nick's trailer it was big, huh? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was huge. Man. That shit had a bed. <laughs> yeah, 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 he had a big old bed in there. Yeah, that was my first actual movie. I know, actually, that was actually my first ever movie. Working in a movie. Yeah. And that was my actually my so first. It was funny, man. <laughs> you guys are hilarious, man. Actually, that was my first ever, like, con- con- actually communicating with somebody in a movie. Because normally, I was like, we had lines together, right? You yeah, know yeah, yeah. We did a, a cool little scene and shit. He was one of our dugs in the movie. Me and Paul Rodriguez were, were the Charco brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and we had bad teeth, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. We we're, were like, we run the town. And we have um, our lackeys. He was one of them. And um, we were um, we run the town. And when Nick Torturo gets there, he's trying to get back to America. 
but we're giving him odd jobs, kind of like in Born in LA. <laughs> we made him a mariachi. <laughs> we made him do all kind of crazy stuff. <laughs> and then the end, we had a big fight scene. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and they cut my fight scene out, bro. Dang. I had it coordinated good, bro. I told him, kick me in the balls, bro. But he goes, but don't kick me in the balls. Kick me in the side of my leg. So that fool kicked me in the side of my leg two times. And I went, ah, oh, so looking good, bro. Felipe Esparza, bro. First time being a stunt double. <laughs> I didn't even have a stand-in at this movie. <laughs> yeah, man. And it was a good movie, man. It was a lot. Of, we shot that shit guerrilla style, bro. Big time. <laughs> was that your first movie, too? Or you bringing movies? No, I, did, I had did some other stuff. You, you did know? videos, right? Because you had... Not, not to get through the interview, but um, you had met Mike Judge, right? Yeah, yeah. How did that happen? Tell us, bro. Well, <clears throat> Mike Judge we, is the guy from King of the Hill. King of the Hill, Beavis and Butthead, you know? So it was like, man, I, you know, it's like I, I was blessed enough to get, you know, get, get pulled in by him and shit. You know, was, uh, um, they were casting for a movie that he was doing in 2004. At the time, it didn't have a, it didn't have a title. It was called Idiot, but it, they, later on, they called it Idiocracy, you know? But it, it was just called Mike Judge uh, Films. And then uh, they were casting, they were, they were looking for a certain type. They saw my face on a on a website called brownpride.com, which is like a music website with Latinos, you know, from, from all over the world. Juice one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they found my they found my mug right there, you know, and then they, they uh the casting company said, you know, we wanna we wanna get a hold of this guy. We wanted to come in for a reading from for a Mike Judge film. So they set it up and uh I went in there, Mike Mike saw the video, I did the video for it, and then uh, like a couple weeks later I got a call, like a week later I got a call by the casting. They go, hey, Mike saw the saw the, saw your audition video and he was rolling, man. He was laughing. He loved it. He wants to meet you, so he's coming in ne next week, you know. And uh, let's set up another another reading with him now. So then I set up a meet. We set up the reading, and after that, you know, we got cast. And then King did did a did some voiceover on King of the Hill. Yes, what what oh, episode? Yeah, it? it was uh, oh, man, it's called Enrique Sidable Differences. With uh, Danny Trejo. Oh, with Danny Trejo. Yeah. Yeah. His, his I, wife leaves him, yeah, right? right yeah. He's living with he's living, living with, with Hank. With Hank, yeah. And you so you play like his cousin or I something. I play his uh, brother-in-law. His brother-in-law. His wife's yeah, his wife's brother. Yeah, <laughs> and you should have talked him into coming back, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because the whole time he was uh, Danny Trejo's character is Enrique. He's bummed out because his wife left him. So Hank is Hank is like telling him, "Oh, Enrique." He's trying to he's trying to like show his feelings to Hank, but Hank's not into that, bro. He's not into. She can't even say I love you to his son. So here's um Danny Trejo and Enrique saying, "My wife left me, yeah, and then I'm not doing it." And wow, Enrique, um, you I guess you're gonna stay over for dinner, aren't you? Hank's That's not, cool, bro. Hank's not one for feelings. Eh? <laughs> That's an honor to have you get, bro. That's my favorite, yeah, one of my favorite fucking cartoons, bro. Can you yeah. And one thing about Mike Judge, <laughs> he don't mess around, bro. When Mike Judge does the cartoon, he keeps it real, man. <laughs> like when he has the the guy next door to his house, the Asian guy. How many help you with the name? Khan. <laughs> and um, and he has um Enrique, one of his friends, and he has that other redneck guy. It's a funny ass cartoon. One of one of my favorite episodes is that one right there with Danny Trejo, and there's another one, man. I can't even think about it, man. What was it like to work on King of the Hill? I mean, it was it was cool, man. You know, and it was it was a trip because it was just it was just a, a quick thing. We went in there, and we knocked it out. You know, they just told me, you know, I had never done anything like that, so they told me, you know, just do do these lines right here, and you're gonna do them five different ways, and. And we'll just go from there. So it, we, I was out of there like in 20, 30 minutes, you know. And Damn. Yeah, these guys were quick, man. What was your line? Oh, man. I don't even remember. I remember one was, uh, oh, man, shit. It's been so long I totally forgot, man. 
I know, man. I haven't seen that show in a minute, man. I'm gonna go to watch it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell. You know, I'm gonna go look for it now. I'm gonna <laughs> tell my. I'm gonna tell my son. Look it, we had this guy on the show. Really? <laughs> yeah, man. My judge always used to like the a lot of nationalities, man. Like he keeps it real from Texas. Yeah. So I, I really like that show. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Oh, one of my favorite episodes yeah. about about um King of the Hill. And then, you know, Mike Judge keeping it real is when um, Connie, Con, um, you know, Con Con, um, Con's daughter, she's at the at the house and they left her there because um, they were going to go out of town and Connie has her period, bro. <laughs> I remember that. And with Hank, right? And Hank is the last guy you want to have anything like that happen. And he ended up taking her to get her tampons. And all that, and everybody's freaking out. <laughs> Fucking that. great episode, man. I remember that shit. So you you grew up, what part of Boyle Heights are you from? Well, I grew up on both sides, on East city of East LA and Boyle Heights. But I was, I was uh, you know, born out of, out of USC Medical Center, which was back then known as General Hospital. General you know? Hospital, bro. You know what I'm saying? But um, the building a lot, of, a lot like... of my cousins lived on Boyle Heights, you know? So I've always always stood there in Boyle Heights. And then my mom was back and forth, you know, jumping from city to city. So we were just in the whole area the whole time. We never left the area, you know. I'm still in the area, but I'm over a little bit closer to Montebello now, you know. So you were there by Evergreen. <laughs> well, a little bit more past that way. <laughs> so you grew up in the 80s there or 90s? Uh, I want to say late 70s, 80s. 80s. But the 80s was what, like really when we were doing our thing, our stomping grounds, you know. I know, like, me too, really man. Like, 80, after 87, <laughs> shit changed in the hood. Yeah. Cause there was a good, there was a time, right? Big time. So we were talking about it with another guest that we had on um, Paul Hunt. He wrote a book that you can find on our webpage about the neighborhood. The because I grew up in Pico Aliso. Okay. And um, and he writes about how in the beginning, you know, like when we were kids, you know, before crack showed yeah. up, you know, we would just we we would look at people who did drugs as losers, bro. Like I'm never gonna do, I'm never gonna do PCP. <laughs> You know, I'm never gonna do heroin. But later on, crack came in, and <laughs> no, but we start break dancing. <laughs> Take your breath away. Were you into that pop blocking and all that? Yeah, man. Yeah, you know that was the, the era with the cardboards and everything, man. Every corner there was something going on, man. That, that, you know, those are the good old days, man. It's not the same anymore. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> what street at your your house was that, Lisa? Yeah. Meridian. Remember Meridian break dancers? Nah, I don't know. They were from bro. I just, yeah. I just thought I should give them a little shout out. <laughs> Sereno, yeah. El Sereno, bro. Yeah, big shout out to her. I got a lot of people up there in Sereno. Me too, bro. Yeah. I went to El Sereno during high school. Nice. I went to, um, it was, um, we are the people. Or oh, respect the people. <laughs> respect the people. <laughs> that was the first time I ever, sm I ever saw people my age smoking weed. Yeah. And El Sereno <laughs> Junior High School, bro. <laughs> I used to see this, this cholo, bro, that this dude, bro. There was two crazy motherfuckers in, in that school, bro. One was a crazy-ass cholo, and the other one was a crazy-ass huero, <laughs> white boy who looks like he was a white boy, probably was a Mexican. But that <laughs> cholo dude, he wasn't even big, bro. But he, he was already walking like he was a shot caller. They call that food veneno. Damn. They call that food poison. <laughs> he must be 49 years old right now, bro. <laughs> and that fool used to walk, bro, like... Styling and profiling, bro. Like he was doing Pendleton commercials. <laughs> <laughs> Representing. Yeah, but back in those days, that's how the cholo, all the cholos were like really like slicked up, man. They were <laughs> slick. <laughs> I mean, how could you iron your pants 
you know, to the point of you can scratch somebody if you fucking kick them, and your press your tank your white T-shirt, you know, cleaned up your hair, and still show up to school and not do shit. <laughs> Start so, the folder folded up. Yeah, man. Your back <laughs> Growing up, man. I, let me tell you, man. Citric. I wanted my folder to be like that too, bro. <laughs> I had too much homework in it. Fools would just care, man. The gangsters in our school would fold up their folder, their peachy the, the folder. Yeah, I was say the peachy folders. Their peachy folders in four squares, and then put it in their back pocket and never take it out. Yeah. And in the back, inside that peachy folder was one paper. Yeah. The registration for the school that day, <laughs> and you'll never see them again. Yeah. Or the, least, or, or the lunch tickets. The lunch tickets. <laughs> it's funny, man, how you will see kids that, that would show up to the first day of school, and then you will never see them again. Then two months later, they're barely getting their books. Yeah. And we're already almost done. <laughs> I don't know if it was them or just the school system that was all fucked up. Man. I think it was the school system, bro. <laughs> Because they didn't, they didn't care of they, they, as as much as they they need people to be there to get money. They were not too good at finding where the kids were. They were getting lost. People ditching. I never, I never really ditched school. Did you ever ditch school? All the time. <laughs> it's the only time I ditched school, man. I ditched school because I, I had to take my tuberculosis test. Right, and I was afraid of needles. So when they when I came back with my results, I was infected with tuberculosis or it had a patch. So they had to give me medicine. So um, I decided not to go to school after that. So I was supposed to be off for two days. But I never told my mom. So I still went to school, but didn't go to school. <laughs> and I hung around with other people who didn't go to school, like some crazy ass people. Man, they were all stone. They were all stoners. <laughs> I was hanging out with stoners. Trece. It was um, old school, man. Stoners. Trece. Were a bunch of cool kids who had long hair, man, and they were called Stoners Trece. They're still around. And most fools, everybody had a crew: Pico Stoners, um, Boyle Heights, um, the the Hill, Westside Boys, Boyle Heights uh, Stoners, Boyle Heights Stoners, BHS, and this is before we were all gangbangers. Back then. The only way you knew who we were was by the color of our jersey, motherfuckers. Or the, fo or the football. The yeah. Football crews. Remember everybody football, had like, that's what football crews. Yeah, everybody had their football crews. East LA. East LA from, from Aliso Village. <laughs> their colors were the um they were the um they were the um Houston Oilers. <laughs> and I know I know Stoner's dresses, <clears throat> they were the New Orleans Saints colors. <laughs> they had black jersey with um Gold letters. <laughs> and then the West Side Boys, they wore the dark blue with the gold colors like the Berkeley Bears, Cal State Bears. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I know, bro. Because, <laughs> see, I used to be a big pussy, bro. And I saw those jerseys, I ran. <laughs> <laughs> no. And um, also, I'm going to throw way back, Atlanta Hawks. If you saw an Atlanta Hawks jersey, that was Headhunters. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I forgot Rockwood Colors. <clears throat> you know? See, I know all the football crews, bro. Man. What football crew you were in? Stompers. <laughs> <laughs> we were with a crew called the California Rockers. Yeah. <laughs> and then we used to hang out with a bunch of other cats called the Junior Boys. 
Junior Boys, Thompson Street Boys. You I know, know Thompson so Street we, Boys. Yeah, so we used to always play against them, you know, and always we all lived in the same area. So we, you know, we we're always partying and just fucking around and shit, man, ditching and whatnot. <laughs> it was just back then, man. <laughs> it's it's funny that um, our our generation in our high school era, it was more like a fucking frat house, bro. Like we we partied like college kids, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we were just teenagers. I mean, I would I would pound forty ounces, bro, <laughs> and then I'm um, go back home all dizzy, <clears throat> trying to make out my mom. Get my last, mama. Get my last, señora. Okay. Same here. Used to get all fucked up. My mom get on my. <laughs> I remember, man. I'm, I, I I was I did school and um. Fuck, man. I was running, and I slid in the mud. So my all my pants were all muddy, and I couldn't prove. My mom would know something happened, that how the fuck you, you, you fall on mud coming out of school when there's no rain. <laughs> so I went to, so I went to full, I went to the laundromat right there on 1st Street on Boyle Heights, right next to that restaurant, La Serenata, and I, and I, and I put my fucking pants in somebody's fucking clothes, bro. <laughs> and I washed my pants, and then I waited for them to dry in my underwear. <laughs> I gotta get that next dance. <laughs> I just stood there waiting, man. I was afraid of getting whipped, man. Oh, like, I used to get. I was like the Mexican cucha gente, bro. I was chunta gente. <laughs> like I'm getting whipped. Fuck that. It's funny. Like when I used to get whipped so much, I swear to God, man. I thought it was normal, man. Do you think it was normal, bro, to get whipped that much? Well, yeah, you know, especially when you fucked up. <laughs> it was just a normal thing. That was it. Is that your you, parents whipped with a belt? Yeah, you're going to get with the belt or a fucking chocolate or, or or whatever was in the was, that was close by. Did you like parents, like my parents, like if your uncle wanted to whip you, it was okay? Yeah. My parents were like that too, man. My fucking, <laughs> me and my brother, we broke my uncle's boxes. That fool fucked us all up, bro. <laughs> I mean, he beat the shit out of us. Dude. And then he didn't even give a fuck, man. The next day, he told my, my mom, asked him, how were they? And he knew, he was telling my mom that he beat our asses by telling her, that. well, I'll tell you one thing. They slept really warm last night. <laughs> Durmieron bien calientitos los cabrones. <laughs> Yeah, man, but I t- you, guys, my, you guys got beat down. Or yeah, we got beat down, bro. <laughs> man. It's funny, man. We still like that motherfucker, though. <laughs> but my dad, we hate. <laughs> but see, now when I think about it, fuck him, too. <laughs> but see, I never thought about that, man. <laughs> fuck that fool. <laughs> Crooked ass motherfucker. <laughs> fuck you and your boxes. <laughs> now <laughs> all ladies dead and shit. <laughs> he's dead boy? Yeah. Fuck. Rest in peace. Eh? Like he was he's in a big box now. <laughs> <laughs> he's in a big box. Yeah, I'll take them. <laughs> like cremated that fool. <laughs> now we were the one he was actually he, we must have hurt his feelings or something, man. Because he was our best uncle. He he was like he to like he would pick us up and take us to the park and then hit balls to us and then he'll th- then then he'll tell us, um, and then he took us, he took us to Griffith Park, bro, to get on those fucking horses. That's cool. Around the ga- to gallop, and he took us on the um, <laughs> on the train, and um, and he told us if you guys ever get a baseball trophy or any kind of trophy, I'll give you ten dollars. 
Damn. So fuck that, bro. I joined baseball <laughs> immediately. And, Fernando. And I went to go play baseball. And even my brother, Fernando, bro, he never played baseball. He won a fucking watermelon eating contest. <laughs> <laughs> We were at a we were at a we were at a fucking um, a, a big ass church picnic at a leisure park, and then my brother was a, my brother got a, my brother got a water valley. He fucking ate that motherfucker fast. Bro. <laughs> ah, bro, he's gay now, bro. And uh, he won a trophy. He was gonna get ten dollars with that shit. A trophy's a trophy, dog. And we every time we went to my uncle's house. All the trophies were there, dog. <laughs> All of them, only ours. The raising champions, eh? Third place, set 1979. <laughs> oh yeah, man, man, that's tight. But he did fuck us up, bro. But this was before he took us to um, he must have felt bad after that. After that, because whenever my dad would, because he was living with us afterwards, and every time my dad would get loaded, because my dad would get loaded, dog. But my uncle would get pissed. Like, my mom couldn't say nothing because what are you going to tell you? What is your mom going to tell your fucking dad? Yeah, exactly. The Paolo Villa Smack. <laughs> Damn. Smack. Because my dad lives in a generation where it's okay to hit a woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? For real, that's his generation. That was the old school generation. Old school generation. <laughs> now just don't get caught. Porque le pegaste. Porque me echó la madre la pinche cabrona. Like that, man. Like... My put it this way, man. My mom couldn't shave her legs. Woo! <laughs> she had hairy ass legs, bro. I thought she was a tarantula. And she never wore makeup, bro. She never brushed her teeth, now. Nah. <laughs> so only done. cosmetic was putting on lipstick and brushing her teeth. That's it. So oh, she would walk around like Snow White. <laughs> But we, meanwhile, my dad is fucking wearing cologne, brute, <laughs> Old Spice, for the lady. jockey club, <laughs> hair all slicked up, <laughs> on Sunday looking like he's going to the Palenque. <laughs> but yeah, man. <laughs> so that uncle, man, his name is Teodoro, Teodor, Teddy. We Teddy! Him, we call him Teodoro. <laughs> that fool, man, that, fuck, that fool picked one time, man. I never forget it, man. I wanted to go to to watch um, wrestling so bad, to watch um, Mil Mascaras was fighting um, this other fool, and um, Roddy Piper was fighting some other fool before Mil Mascaras. But the main event was uh, Mil Mascaras versus somebody. It's probably the greatest Hammer Valentine, but I don't remember who the name. But it looks just like him in my head, face right now, in my head. <laughs> And I, I wanted to go, right? I wanted to go so bad. But you know how you want to ask your dad? It's like, it's like, um, you know your father's not going to say, you know your father's going to say <laughs> You already know he's going to say no. No matter what. Like, no matter what. Like, this is how bad I knew, I knew my dad was going to say no for everything. That I will write no on a napkin and then hold it to my, can my brother hold it? That's my dad's answer when I come back. And I will go ask my dad and I come back. I'll come back all sad. What do you say? Open that paper. And then on the, on the paper, it said, fuck no. Fuck <laughs> 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 that. Why are you so, asking so, me? <laughs> the only time that my dad didn't change the channel to fucking Spanish was when we were like during, the, during like a Saturday morning, we were watching wrestling <laughs> and Bill Cosby cartoons. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Vete a laugh. If I got a laugh, dog. I was watching King of the Hill last night and fucking Peggy. She just won something, but she just proved everybody right. And she came into the room going, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so right, man. So man, I was all sad. Eh? I was bummed out. And then my, 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 my Tio Teodoro showed up, bro. Actually, my grandma called me. I don't know if I said this story already, but fuck, I'll say it again. My grandma said, Ponte listo porque vamos a ir a las luchas libres. Get ready because we're going to go to fucking wrestling. Then my uncle picked me up, dog. Tight. And fucking, my dad didn't even ask me where I'm going, bro. I didn't even start them by. As soon as I saw him on the door, we left and I just closed the door. Dog. I've been sent for it. <laughs> You should have seen me, bro. They were taking forever to get to it, bro. How old were you, fool? I was fucking um, in third grade. That's awesome, though. I don't know what, 11? <laughs> Nine yeah, or those 10. Those days when you're ready to, you know? I yeah, because I know too, that man. I was in third grade because I remember later on, I was telling my teacher the whole thing that, that I, didn't leave, I didn't leave school till 3.30, bro. We got up at 2. <laughs> <laughs> I had my own podcast, me and Mrs. Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. I love that lady, man. Oh shit! I love her, man. She looked like Sue from Veep, but <laughs> with yeah. glasses and more of a more of a, the 1960s haircut. But man, Miss <laughs> Reynolds, man. If you're out there, man. If you're if you know if you have a grandmother or great grandmother that taught taught elementary school in, in Boyle Heights at Utah Elementary, your mom was a good lady, man. <laughs> She would just tell me, shoot for the stars. <laughs> That's what's up, fool. That's it. She had a poster that I never got on her say, desk. On her desk. She had a poster on her desk that said, um, how can you soar with ego when you hang around with pure turkey? <laughs> <laughs> the basic fundamentals, dog. I didn't get it, dog. <laughs> Till now. I wait. didn't get it, bro. But that was the whole point of her. It's to not to get that, to later on get it, and to realize what the fuck she was telling me. Yeah, don't, don't <laughs> it. So my grandmother took me, man. I was happy, bro. I had chills, bro. I was biting myself. I was biting them, bro, like a rabbit. <laughs> when we get there, man, it's fucking, I see me and Mascara, I get there, bro, and Roddy Piper had just beaten the fuck out of some bicep, fool. <laughs> like, there was some bicep, bro, who had a sign of fucking Roddy Piper dressed with curly hair and lipstick and dress shoes, bro. <laughs> and he was holding a tete. Ole pula verga, pinche radi. Ole pula verga, pinche radi, puto desgraciado cabrón. Me la besca, pinche güero gringo puto. Like that in Spanish, bro. Going on. I saw Roddy Piper just grab that fool by the throat and throw him to his friends, bro. Are you serious, dog? It's for real, dog. It's just real. <laughs> so I thought it was real. No WWF. And then um, when fucking um, Roddy, when that fight's over, you know, whatever, the the guy that's fighting me, Mascaras, is passing by us. This, I guess, Greg the Hammer Valentine. Fool, my grandmother slaps this fool in the back. Shut <laughs> the fuck up, dog. Because my grandmother loves wrestling, bro. She likes freaks. She's into that shit. She likes fucking fortune tellers, bro. But not because she believes it. She wants to know what the fuck they're saying. <laughs> she what lies. It's entertainment. Hell yeah, so, dude. As soon as that fool passes by, all you hear is this. <laughs> and my little grandmother slaps him, bro. 
And then she goes, Tiene pura grasa. Because <laughs> he had an oily back. They oil those fools up, dog. So then he, he just turns around and he just points at my grandma, like, You! Like that, right? And, he, and then he goes, Then my, my grandmother just looked like, Get away! Like that, get away! That was gangster, dog. Yeah, man. So, man. This is really the bomb one. So then, Roddy Fool, me and my kids fighting that guy. Roddy Piper jumps in, beast, and, and is fucking beating the shit out of um, Mil Mascara, who's the other wrestler. Fucking um, Mil Mascara, uh, Roddy Piper gets the little bell, you know, the ding, 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 ding. He gets the little metal hammer, the little metal helm, hammer mm -hmm. from the bell, and he fucking rushes Mil Mascaras, and he fucking cuts him in the forehead. He knocks <laughs> down that little referee, and then uh, Mil, half of Mil Mascara's face is fucking ripped. There's blood coming out of his face. And he says, Mira lo que me hacen aquí. Lo que me hacen. Pero sigo campeón. He won the fight because Mil Mascara had a contract that he cannot lose no fight. That's what was in his contract. He cannot lose to no white motherfucker. <laughs> he goes, they could beat my ass. They could put me in a wheelchair. But I cannot walk out of that ring lose as a loser <laughs> because I am in the fucking wrestling hall of fame in fucking Japan, motherfuckers. <laughs> so yeah, man, that was my memory. Hell yeah, R.I.P. Roddy Roddy Piper. So, my, <laughs> so when my uncle was living with us, that uncle he used to get into arguments with my father because my father would always get loaded, and my dad would tell him, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, cabrón, yeah, way." Look at you, cabrón. You have fucking five kids right here. They're fucking loaded. You, you couldn't even take... You go, well, instead of getting them loaded, why don't you take these motherfuckers to the zoo? Damn. Take them to the park. Because it's Taigan, you know? Give them, give them an adventure. You know? They see the same shit every day. And my grandmother, too. Every time my dad would show up, he'll ask... He'll ask my grandmother would ask me in front of my, my dad, has your father taken you guys to Disneyland yet? Damn. And he would say... Mm. We would, and then we look at my dad like, uh, <laughs> no, right? No? no? Is that the right answer? No? <laughs> then my grandmother would say, you've been in this country 11 years already. He goes, no te cuesta nada. It don't cost you nothing. That <laughs> fool just don't want to hang out with five kids, bro. I don't want to hang out with five kids. Shit's <laughs> <laughs> hard hanging out with one. Even if they're your own. <laughs> Reels, man. They start asking for shit, dog. God damn, dog. <laughs> and they for real, they start asking for stuff. <laughs> you know, even if, if you could afford it, they know you could afford it. They keep asking. <laughs> like we would go to, to we would go to places with um with my wife. And then, like, we would go to places with Ike. You got to hold them by the hand, bro. Most of the kids think they're there to shop for them. <laughs> I never thought that when I was little. Because I know nothing's there for me. Damn. <laughs> Every time I try to ask for something, no. Where <laughs> I get slapped in the hand. <laughs> I used to always tell my son, hey, what do you think money grows on trees? And he goes, yeah, it's made out of paper, right? So it goes, <laughs> you got, go, me there, got me there. <laughs> Oh, you kiss tomorrow, bro. Shit, dude. Oh, oh, man. Dude. <laughs> you were at, you were like, well, what's something? I know every every per would ask everybody here, starting with you. <laughs> everybody had that one toy that they wanted so bad that you would even draw it sometimes. Pretend you're playing with it on a paper. Or or just trying to tell your mom, Atari. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, try, <laughs> try to give your mom. Is there something you wanted as a kid that you didn't get? Oh, man. I want to say, uh, you know, but I, I, I mean, eventually I got it, but it took a, it took a <laughs> while to get it. But do you remember the old Evil Knievel bicycles where you put up on the little ramp and you wind it on in the fucking Dude, just take off? I'm getting the goosebumps right now, bro. <laughs> it was that. It took a while, but I got That was one of the best toys ever. I had that motherfucking toy. That's a bad. Oh, the, the, the zipper one. Yeah, yeah. Zip, oh, wow. The zipper, and then the motherfucker would just take off and shit. Jump. Yeah. That, that's like a wrist racer. <laughs> yeah, that that it's a badass toy, people. It's a evil Knievel. You put the little plastic tr- strip in the back, and you pull it, and you let go, and evil Knievel takes off. Takes off. <laughs> <laughs> Set up little ramps, you see, and the motherfucker would just your jump parents over. bought it, or you got it. Well, my parents bought it, but it took a while. <laughs> Did you ever drop me. hints? A lot of lobbying. All the time. <laughs> Every time we come out on TV, I point at the TV or raise the volume. <laughs> the shit's on sale, ma. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I bet you you knew who made it, Kenner. <laughs> you know, Mattel. Or Mattel, you know? <laughs> we're, we're, oh my, when we were little kids, we were sitting around watching television and we'll try to guess who makes it. <laughs> who makes that? Matchbox? <laughs> who makes that? Coleco? <laughs> Coleco, dog. Yeah, man. Who makes that? Parker Brothers. <laughs> Parker Brothers. I knew Parker Brothers all the toy makers, games. but they didn't have the fucking toys. <laughs> yeah, man. Who makes that? General Mills. Cheerios. <laughs> I love Cheerios. I still love Cheerios, bro. Yeah. When I was a kid, we couldn't eat. We, we only could eat cereal in the morning. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Fuck yeah. that. Now it's nighttime too. Hell yeah, bro. I ate cereal last night, bro. Golden grams. That's, fuck, that's you, usually my dinner. My it's golden grams, bro. You fucking smash those up. It's still like horchata. What was your favorite cereal growing up? Man. But they uh, didn't buy That they didn't buy But, man, we we had all of them pretty much. Here, so it's like we, <laughs> fucking wick over here. <laughs> <laughs> you can only get certain shit on Wick. I know, right? I don't think Wick was even around with it. <laughs> nah, bro, it was on pick. Oh, Wick. My, my Let me guess what kind of I guess I'm gonna guess what kind of cereal right. you are, man. In my head, I don't know why I'm picturing um Gooberry. You know what? That, 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 yeah, the blueberry ghost. Yeah, yeah, the, that one and the and the Count Chocula. Uh, <laughs> That's what I was thinking in my head. <laughs> Frankenberry, like a Frankenberry Count Chocula, blueberry guy. I ain't gonna lie, those are all my favorite. General Mills. <laughs> yeah. or, no, they're made by Post. <laughs> Who likes brownies, eh? You know why? Because those cereals, my mom never bought them because they're sweet as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was always I was always bouncing around because all that. Sugar, sugar rush. Yeah, man. Blueberry <laughs> is a fucking sweet ass cereal, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, man. I could, just, I could just picture myself eating. eating now I up. can't. Yeah, now I can't fuck with it. It's too Hell sweet. no, bro. Uh, you know what? Every once in a while, bro, I fuck around and gave me some sugar smacks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Puffed <man>. sugar. <laughs> you know? Or the, or the off brand, the Golden Crisp, or is it the same one? <laughs> <laughs> yes, bro. They, my wife said they changed it. Remember, they changed it up. Back in the days, he was just called Sugar Bear. Yeah, I remember. But now everybody's diabetic. They find out little kids are diabetic, losing <laughs> foot, <laughs> getting yeah, fat. Man. They're gonna be politically correct, but he's yeah. Golden Bear. He got a leg to stand. On. Oh, there was another one that was. They changed the name. It was the Honey Smacks. Honey Smacks. That was, that was the same one over the... Yeah. 
Sugar Smash. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, Sugar Bear became Golden, Golden Bear. Yeah, Golden Bear. And Sugar Smash <laughs> became Honey Smacks. And they all taste the same. They all taste the same. But when they're made by a frog. <laughs> you can dig them. His name, his name was Diggum. Yeah, Diggum. There you go. He's <laughs> called Jerry that dog. <clears throat> it's, it's funny how you you grew up and you realize, man, fucking Fruit Loops taste exactly like tricks. Yo. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think in it other does. countries they love cereal as much as America, huh? Yeah. I don't, I I don't love think so. fucking cereal, man. Oh, dude, it's tasty, dude. Yeah. My mom never bought good cereal, bro. <laughs> Only one time we got a choice to pick our own cereal and I fucked up and got the wrong one. <laughs> you need glasses, eh? Dude, my brother got sugar corn pops, and my other brother got um some other cereal. I think it was called Lucky Charms, and you don't believe what I got, bro. Tell me, dog. Cornflakes. <laughs> You're a simple man. <laughs> not, not the frosted flakes. Oh. No, regular, regular cornflakes. Just regular. A big box. Even of, back then, you were thinking about your health. Thing. I was a colorful rooster, bro. <laughs> I don't know why. I kept seeing it on, on TV a lot. Because they advertise a lot. I never had it. Well, I don't want to sound like a weirdo. That's my favorite cigarette. <laughs> and I taste it. I should feel like put, salt. <laughs> we got to put some fruit in there or something. Man. Fucking um, strawberry jam, dog. Yeah. Like, like my dad. Dude. My dad put strawberry jam. Love that yeah, shit, it works. Dog. It works. Mm. I, I never noticed, man, that um, fucking um, when, you, when you try to make your own raisin brand, you know, with cornflakes, and make your own raisins, the fucking raisins go to the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about because they stick them. They stick them with the sugar, dog. That's why they stick to the fucking. I just had something like, the other day like that. I said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna throw some raisins in this bowl." All natural. It's shit. not the same. It's all on the bottom and shit, like a big old block of fucking raisins all set together. The spoonful. Yeah. I'm like, damn. What you the- had a raisin burger. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> What's what you wanted, bro? What uh? I don't fuck. They always had cereal. I was like, fuck cereal. I want some eggs, dog. I'm baking this shit. Fucking little kid food, eh? But what toy as a kid you uh, wanted? I wanted a, a Rambo knife. I eventually got it. Like, if you want that knife, just fucking mow that field. Yeah, Rambo ninety five. Huh? Rambo knife. Yeah, Rambo knife. The real one. The real one. Your mom gave it. Yeah. Well, they fucking took it away after I stabbed my cousin. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> was getting out of line, dog. Hey, fool, let me try to see if it works. <laughs> He drew first blood. <laughs> hey, dog, had a little fishing hook in oh, matches, yeah. fool. Hell yeah, hell yeah, fool. I was in the fucking. I was in the. Was that the compass? Yes, on the top, fool. <laughs> Toothpicks inside. Toothpicks, fool. All came, that shit came with the whole kit. Hell yeah, the dog. fucking fake ass key, key, the yeah. fake key lock. Yeah, ready to start a fucking forest fire, dog. Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> I was in the river body fishing, dog. <laughs> Swear to God, dog. That's badass. Did your knife have the little, the little rigid crib to fucking cut to pop bottles, dog? Oh. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Get your ass over here. <laughs> Did you take that shit to school? Hell yeah, I took that motherfucker to school, dog. <laughs> shit. Oh, I remember there was this Japanese guy that that never spoke to nobody but me. And he was a big. He was like a fat fool, right? The liaison. And then he would just come in by himself. And I never fuck with him, but everybody used to fuck with him. But bag on him, right? This other fool named Lalo used to always bag on him. What's up, my, my, my Yagi right here, right? <laughs> exactly like that, my Yagi. He used to fuck with us. Say the same Mr. Miyagi. He'll say, my Yagi right here, bro. <laughs> fucking Shogun motherfucker right here. Shogun, <laughs> dog. Like that, dog. And then, and then let him have it. And then um, I was friends with him and another fool that he told me that that fool used to work at... um. 
some fucking market. He said he could give me a job there after school, but he never did. <laughs> this Japanese fool the next day shows up with a fucking bow and arrow, bro. A bow and arrow and metal arrows to kill that fool. Shut the fuck Damn. up. Yeah. What happened, fool? Well, I never saw that Japanese guy again. <laughs> it's a I never saw him again. Damn, fool. You can't fuck with people like that, dog. People like that are crazy, fool. <laughs> yeah, but the toy I always wanted, man, was Atari 2600, and I never got it. <laughs> I never got it. Damn. I didn't get it. I just thought I was angry with life after that. <laughs> That I hated video games, bro. <laughs> I hated video games. I hated people who played video games. So <laughs> I got older, you know. I turned 30 and I got Madden. <laughs> Same here. And I got a PSP. I got a PS1, bro. From watching Stephen Fly, the comic, playing uh, nah. Madden all the time. And um, they fucked this. But I only got stuck with football. I started off with just, um, yeah, man, just, mad, just video games, man. So now... I'm back to liking people who like video games. <laughs> you fuck with baseball, though, right? Yeah, I fuck with baseball. <clears throat> but that's all it, man. So what's up, fool, man? How did you? How did you? Um, cause you you're, you are a rapper, right? Yeah, yeah. You were Brown Pride. Well, we used to have a group called Brown Town Looters back in the days. You know? Started off as Brown Town, then went to Looters, and then eventually turned into Pueblo Cafe, where we just started doing all Spanish. You know? Damn. Yeah. So were you it's, part? Of, were you part of that big, um, that Latin rap explosion of? Of um, LA during the nine, late nineties, when they had that big old um, rap console one time in Hollywood, with that guy yeah. Juice. Oh, with Juice One. You know Juice yeah, One. Yeah, Everybody yeah, knows yeah, Juice yeah. One, bro. Yeah, yeah Juice One. Magdaleno, what's yeah, up, yeah. fool? Yeah, that's the homie, man. Like, we go way back, man. Him and I go way back, man. Like even like we go way back when I think it was, when he was living in Arizona. Damn. When he, he used to work or hang out with a with Shell Happy. All right, all right. Yeah, you know, you guys are going way, way back. <laughs> and How I think we're going back. Yeah, yeah. Lighter shit of brown days. Yeah, well, we were, we were uh, for a while, we were um, Lighter shit of brown's opening act back in like in 91. They're from Riverside, like though. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so, you know, I, I, haven't, I haven't talked to the guys in a minute, but, you know, like once in a while, I, I'll run into like Robert ODM and we'll chop it up real quick. But yeah, man, this is, we go back with those guys. You know, we're doing all the stuff with Cypress. Cypress Hill during during that during the Cypress Hill era. Psycho Realm. Psycho Realm, the homies from Psycho, Psycho Realm, you know. It's like, man, you know, it's, you know we're, we're doing a lot of shit, man, with Delinquent Habits. Hell yeah, dog. Funk Dubious. Oh, you know dude, what I'm saying? That's so, what's yeah, up, dog. yeah, we're doing a lot of shows with them cats, man, during, during the, those early Aquid. days. Aquid. Aquid, man. You know, Aquid. Man, I got a lot of stories with those homies because those guys that like, kind of like brought them into the business and shit. Yeah, man, because you know when, um, when, we're, when we're doing, um, when we did that my movie, we were trying to get that Aquid song. On the on our on our movie, oh dude. the movie I did yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah. I'm not liking them, but we couldn't get a hold of them. And then the the guy got too ch- the guy that we were with, he got too cheap. Damn. The producer, yeah. but I told him if you would have put that song, you know, because it was a it was a rap song mixed with mixed with um Norteño music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they were they were. I uh, love those guys. They the were way. they were mixing a lot of shit up, you know, trying to different shit with banda. Yes, you know, and then and nobody uh, was doing that. Nobody was doing it. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, and then uh, a couple of songs they tried with uh, with with accordion, you know, tipo 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 norteño style, you know. So, you know, and and to this day, there's a lot of groups still doing, you know, like mixing up a little of that stuff. And uh, and some 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 cats are nailing it. Some cats, you know, need a little work, but but you know, it's just the, that's the way it is, man. You just got to stay at it, you stay on it. And that's it. Yeah, cause when I heard the song, I say, man, I never heard this song, but I'm a like I'm a like it song, and yeah. we always play. It. I, I I use that song. Like five years ago, I used it to go up on stage for a while. Yeah, that's 
or something. I would get that was your intro. intro. That was my intro, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, they fucking, they're fools. They, they, they have a lot of material that they didn't put out that I think they should have put out, you know, that, but I mean, for one reason or another, you know, just never, never hit the daylight. But man, they got a lot of songs, man, that are, they're still that are dope, man, that they, they need to get put out. 5150, tell us about that. <clears throat> 5150 is, uh, is a brand started in Oxnard uh, by my homeboy Robert. And uh, it started off as a record company. I mean, a recording studio. Robert rapper? No, nah, no. Nah, oh. He just uh, he just does he does engineering. You know, he had a little studio, and then uh, they were doing the, the 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 clothing to promote the studio. Fifty one fifty recordings, and then uh, people started getting more uh, interested in the in the clothing, so they just started doing more clothing, and it just turned into a brand. And then, and then uh, eventually, you know, um, we got linked up with George, you know, and then George George stepped in too, you know, and so. So George is part of it, you know, so he's part of, you know, like like kinda partnered up with them and trying to push the brand, you know, so so it all it all it all you know, so that's that's the reason why we, we were able to wear it on the show too, you know. George is cool, man. Yeah. You know when I when I first started out when I was a comedian, I used to always hear this shit about I mean you you heard it too, Rodrigo. What that he's a dick what, and he kicks dick, people out of all the all shows. All, 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 all these older comics, oh he's not cool, he don't help out la raza. But I never, I never saw none of that. Hell no. What was his intro for me on Que Locos? I didn't even met the guy. Uh, I don't like many comedians, but I love this comedian. Uh, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, put your hands together for Felipe the Head Esparza. <laughs> but dude, I think that fool knows what's up with motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what I mean? He yeah. can see, he's been through so much bullshit. They can look past. All right, fuck this cheesy motherfucker. Yeah. Fuck this fool doing my joke from 1989. Exactly. Seriously, all right, I, I'm I'm exactly. down with this motherfucker. He has flavor. He's solid. Yeah. That's the thing with George. He see he could see he could smell the bullshit a mile away. Hell so yeah, you know, dog. So he knows when you're coming real with the shit. You know, and, and 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 if you're about to shit, basically, yeah, man. Speaking <laughs> of coming real, bro, I'm gonna come real with a real pitch idea for me to be on the show. I thought about last night, bro. <laughs> How about? <laughs> How about? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Let's get back to you. You're the more important person. Here. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> I don't want to Ernie G the show. <laughs> hey, bro. I have ideas, bro. In a big bug, a bro. Big, bro. Come speak with me, bro. <laughs> how did you get how did how did um the you get involved with the show? By the way, watch um Citric and um Maranzo Vans on um Maranzio Vans. I said the wrong name. Maranzio? Maranzio. Yeah, Maranzio. Maranzio uh, with George Lopez on TV land on George Lopez show. It's like Kirby enthusiasm, Chicano style. Yeah. Kind of yeah, Lopez, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Lopez, Lopez show. Yeah, Lopez. Yeah. How, did, how did you get involved? You uh, auditioned? <clears throat> no, actually, um, because um, the, 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 the co-writers, uh, I mean, the, yeah, well, co-writers the writers also for Silicon Valley, and, and but the co-creators of Silicon uh, Valley along with uh, Mike Judge. Nice. I've worked with those guys, you know, and, of course, with Mike and that whole camp. So for the longest, you know, like they've been putting me in stuff here and there, you know, projects, and they kept telling me, goes, we, got, we got some stuff we're working on. We got some stuff we're working on. So they kept telling me, finally, they, they, um, they I guess, everything once everything was ready to go for a pilot, they sent me the, the, the script. They go, hey, man, we got this. This 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 series that we're we're trying to put together, you know, and they they sent it to my my agent and you know and uh, and then when they sent it to me and I saw it, and I was like, well, wow, it's with George Lopez. I was like, man, this is dope. <laughs> so you know, right it's like, right fucking, let's do it, man. Let's, you know, I was, I was fucking excited, man. I was like, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, man. What's it like to be on TV every week? <laughs> oh man, 
Uh, you know what? It's, it's a little different, man. You know, it's a little different now than from what I'm used to. You know, but you know, it's, it's it's a good it's a good feeling. But you know, it's just it's just weird sometimes, man. It's like surreal, you know, type type of shit. You know, <laughs> people act so nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. <laughs> Do people walk up to you? And go, hey, I know you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. You know, and it's, oh, you know, there've been uh, times where I've been in certain places, you know, and. Trying to get out, you know, we're trying to, get, you know, bounce or whatever, you know, and then people want to take pictures, so you know, take our time, you know. It's all, it's all like, it's, it, you know, I'm, I'm getting used to it, you know, but I'm getting the hang of it, you know. And it's like, you know, and I, and I tell everybody, yeah, let's take a picture, man. I'm down with it, man. Like, I, I ain't trying to say no to nobody, you know. <laughs> That's funny, man. That 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 face you make on photos is hilarious because <laughs> your your the face you make. It's exactly like the smile, not cry later face. You like the smile. Well, do it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're well, smiling, smiling, like that, smiling right? and crying at the same yeah. time. <laughs> like, you, hell yeah, man. So you have clothing with that face too, right? Yeah, I've done, I've done some stuff. Nothing, uh, nothing official. Just to you know, just to promote. You know, just to throw it out there and give it to people. But um, we're working on some stuff with the with the the fifty one fifty brand. We're gonna be doing a cynical face edition. You know. So you know, so yeah, I'd be looking out for that, you know. <laughs> so you guys work, you guys shoot every day, huh? For the the Lopez, yeah, we shoot. Well, right now we're done. We're already done, but we're doing yeah Monday to Friday, Monday to Friday, and then sometimes depending what it was, you know, it was like might do some some extra shots on a on a Saturday or on a Sunday, but for the it was it was rare, but every day Monday to Friday. You know? So it's funny, man. When I went into ran into him at the Laugh Factory, I was going there to do the podcast with um. Dom was Dom Herrera, and then I came out, and then um, I said um, hello to George. You know, very very formal hello. Hey, how you doing, man? It's good, it's good. Then I see this fool, and I give him a more of a what's up, fool. A hug over here. I haven't seen him since the deported George Lopez. I saw recently. It was like, hey, how you doing, man? You know, just hanging out. We're not just to the podcast, here, you know. <laughs> then I see this fool. What's up? My eyes opened up bigger and shit. It's like I see God now. <laughs> George is like, hey, there he is, man. All right, yeah. <laughs> then George leaves, eh? Goes back to his business. <laughs> yeah, man. Nah, it was good seeing you there, too, yeah, man. man. I seen you in a minute. It's good to see you working, bro. It's yeah, that's just, man. Appreciate good people you, man. working, man. You've been working for days, huh? Cause you did like harsh times with Emilio and then right? Yeah, we did harsh times. I saw harsh guys. times. Yeah, man, that was a good Christian movie. Christian Bale man. and yeah, shit. Christian yes, Bale. I saw that fucking movie, man. Freddy Rodriguez, you know, even Longoria. You were one of the thugs with Noe, huh? Yeah, yeah, I play uh, Casper. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody tells me, hey, that was a dope movie, man. Too bad you got shot. <laughs> <laughs> it was gritty. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh man, that movie was fucking weird. The way the fucking yeah, Emilio just got killed out of the blue. It just catches you by surprise. Just gets yeah. through the Emilio is just sitting there, and I thought he's gonna be through the whole movie. He gets killed nasty stuff by yeah. some paisa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. That's one thing yeah. I like about Emilio, man. He goes, "I like dying different styles." <laughs> and you, and you know what? Coming, homie. And you know what? Remember that character that killed him? It was like the character you were playing in uh, the Deported. <laughs> 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 the long hair, the, the vaquero style. I had to do it, bro. <laughs> At first, I thought it was Felipe. <laughs> so, when is season two, bro? So, I got to start pitching my ideas. <laughs> We're just waiting, man. We're waiting on word, man. So I was thinking, bro, what if what if um, George Lopez works into a comedy club 
in the show and I'm doing his jokes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets pissed off. And you gotta fucking calm him down, bro. What the fuck, Kane? First Mercia, now this fucker right here. <laughs> and then and then I'm saying, then I'm from the back, fuck, I don't know that was your joke, bro. <laughs> and I turn into this guy. And then at the end of the season, at the end of the episode, we set out a court, and I gotta fucking be his his fucking gardener, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fucking gardening at the end. <laughs> what happened, Felipe? Why it was his joke, bro? After all, <laughs> so you had, the you jokes had on me. A, you got a gardening. I think George liked that idea, bro. Somebody does his. <laughs> the whole episode will be perfect. <laughs> I think not. I think it will be funny as fuck. Well, yeah, bro. Because then later on. You're pissed off, but see, you love George in the show. I seen the show, bro. You got his back one hundred percent, bro. You're like fucking, um, you're like Luca Braca, bro. Luca Brasi, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luca Brasi, he's sleeping yeah, the fishes. So you and Morelso Vance kidnapped me, like, hey Felipe, hey yo, we got a fucking show, we got a we got a, a show a role for you, right? And I show up, and you got to put me in a trunk, bro. And take me to the house, and, the, and then you gotta make, make me watch his fucking alienation video. <laughs> no, 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 man, we need a little drama, bro. You know? so just, I have a lot of ideas, bro. Finally, somebody here to listen to him. No, I think it will work, man. Because I remember when the fucking somebody said he got Colin Sear by the throat yeah, at the Laugh Factory. Yeah. That's the second game. time I saw. Wait, wait, is it time to forgive Carl Homencia, bro? Uh, dude, with so many motherfuckers stealing, I think so, dog. <laughs> I mean, in my opinion, that fool ain't the what only would one. George think? <laughs> I don't know, man. You know what? Like, I don't think George thinks about it too yeah, much. Yeah, he don't give a fuck about it. Dude, come on, dog. Yeah, in the end, he won. Fool. Yeah, exactly. He's, yeah, he's always been the big winner. You know what I <laughs> mean? That's it. That's, That's all it. that matters. That's the thing about George, man. You know, he just go. He, he goes on with his day, man. He does what he does. I know, and man. It, man. You know, you don't really worry about shit too much, man. We asked him one time, man. What, what did we ask him one time? We were walking up by himself. We just came up. Hey, George, how you living? Solid. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up, dog. <laughs> That's some real shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like I like George man because um every once in a while like you see people man like you know you see him on those photos with all these celebs right, seeing them with Citric, seeing them with Maranzio, Arsenio, but when you really see George by himself at a show. Here we have that one homie from San Fernando right next to Yeah. Time. Hell yeah. yeah. You don't see him in the picture, bro, but that motherfucker's right there, bro. <laughs> really choke a motherfucker who says Pacoima. <laughs> <laughs> Richie! For real, even Danny Trejo. Hell yeah, Danny Trejo, you see him with all these celebrities. You see him with everybody. You see him with this. But when you really meet him, who he, he has his homie. Who's in the same rehab that I was live again, <laughs> and his assistant living in a, in a separate house away from him. Hell yeah, keeping <laughs> your OG because, like, he's not lying, bro. My checker does not text. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, a flip phone, huh? That fool has a razor phone. <laughs> old school, <laughs> old school, old school. No, yeah, te man. no texting at all. No texting, bro. <laughs> it's from the golden era. Damn. Like he'll go like this. He'll t when, I, when I met him, Felipe, what's your name? What's your number? And I go like this, and he takes out his fucking razor, and he, go and he goes, Lalo, whatever his name is. His assistant shows up. He has four assistants, bro. He has an assistant to the assistant. <laughs> Shit. When I, it's funny when I when I met Danny Trejo and we were talking, and and then. 
I, I talked to Daniel Trejo, you know, but I really can't relate to him, you know, because like, I think he's like a big star. <laughs> the, the homie that lives with him, we're in the same rehab, bro. We're talking about, oh, yeah, bro, I remember that fool. He died, huh? He, <laughs> and we're talking about, oh, he OD'd, huh? Then, then his friend goes, what the fuck? We're <laughs> fucking weirdos, meet. They're talking about, I saw, I met you at the university. You went to that college? Fucking Chicanos, meet. I was in that rehab. <laughs> I know that guy who OD'd. <laughs> You felt left out of it. <laughs> you felt left out of Get machete. Machete. Oh, well. You met Danny? Too, dog. Huh? You met Danny? Yeah. Yeah, real real cool, real cool head, man. Humble. You ever met somebody, man, that goes, fuck this motherfucker? <laughs> don't say Dennis Miller because we never met him. <laughs> man, I'm trying to think. You know what I mean? I probably had a, met a couple of fools too, man, but. Give us their name. I don't, I, we have no listeners. But just, here's the thing. I don't remember. You know why? Because I just don't, I, I don't give a fuck. You know, like, I just, you know, like, if motherfuckers give me some, then I just, like, whatever, man. I shine it off and like, go about my day and that's it, man. Me too. I don't remember anybody who disrespected me back in the days at all either, man. I don't remember. There's no need, dog. Just that fucking asshole, Richard Dollar from fucking Sheraton. Victor Dollar. We're going to fix it right now. Just that motherfucker, Victor Dollar, <laughs> from the fucking Sheraton in Ventura. Dang. Fuck you, motherfucker. And I did eat half of that oatmeal. <laughs> if you're going to read, read more, you want to know more about Victor Dollar, go to my Yelp and look for my review on the Sheraton at Ventura County. <laughs> I let that fool have it. Yeah, man. It's a long-ass paragraph. <laughs> That I dictated to my wife. Because <laughs> if I write, it'll be a long sentence. <laughs> I don't know where to put commas or semicolons. <laughs> That's funny, semicolons. <laughs> we sent the kite, Victor. Colon. Semicolon. All right, it's two semicolons. All right. <laughs> so, uh, so what else, man? What's, what, what's going on? What's new? What's, what, what is your next show? Your, <clears throat> next, your next appearance somewhere? People could come look at you. Uh man, right now we we really ain't doing no like, like appearances. I'm just doing like little meeting greets for the show, you know, here and there. A lot of work, huh? car shows Moody. and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's all in good fun though. You know, at the same time, you know, it's work, but you know, we're trying to have a good time with it. So, uh, I like you almost. That's what <laughs> oh, yeah. I think about sometimes, man. Like about about all that work that comes behind working on, on a show that's gonna be on for only thirty minutes. No, it's crazy. People think that just you just do the show, man, and that's it. No, man, it ain't just a show, man. You gotta go wake up in the morning and do like press and radio. You gotta hold a smile everywhere you go. It's <laughs> a lot of home. hard work, bro. That's why people with asshole faces are on, on TV, man. <laughs> <laughs> like when the last time you saw an asshole face? <laughs> Stephen A. I mean? Smith. Hey, Come on, man. I know him personally. <laughs> we shower together. Oh, I knew that motherfucker. That's my boy, bro. Skip Bayless, bro. <laughs> Fucking fuck you, Skip Bayless, man. You know much about sports as your brother knows about Mexican food. <laughs> I know, dog. Fucking Rick Bayless. Fuck you and your fucking shitty tortas, bro. <laughs> fucking overpriced tortas. How can you come on, Rick Bayless? How can you go to East LA? Steal a torta and then fucking style it for ten dollars at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, man. What's your, favorite torta, what's your favorite torta place? King Tortas in El Sereno. You know what? Fuck. Is that? Is not the one right there by General Hospital? Yeah, it's the one. Is it? Yeah, that by one, King Park. Tortas, yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. there it is. A little, the a little hole in the wall. Is it? At the, yeah. Okay. Right, by Gilmore. Right on. Right on uh, yeah. Um. We used to have a. Uh, well, one of my homies has a. Uh, 
a photo studio down the street from there. So we used to go over and hang out, do photoshoots or whatever, and then Quintorta right in the corner. Eh? Big old tortas. <laughs> Can't forget the California burrito there, too. Oh, yeah. That's good, <laughs> I haven't had those in a while. Though. I mean, when you're in the studio with your friends and you guys are recording these um, rap albums or recording these raps, what's the what's the, what's the the uh, vibe in there, man, with everybody putting in stuff, all these, like, all these artists putting in words, smoking weed? Is it a good time, man? Are those, are those good times? <laughs> The best man, because I see I see it on people's Instagram, man. But it don't look that Smoke much. Smoking the air and everything. Smoking the air. Yeah. The best times, man. <laughs> Time goes fast. It goes too quick, man. Oh man, because it it I too quick. Because <laughs> I just think about all that stuff, man. Man, because I, I, I was in the studio and I did that. Um, what's up, fool? For that Voodoo Glow Skulls songs. <laughs> Shout out to Voodoo Glow Skulls. They yeah, do man. the song, the What's a Fool song. That's tight. And it, 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 the song originally is titled Fat Randy. But <laughs> when you get to see them in concert, just yell out, What's a Fool? <laughs> <laughs> fool too, dog. Yeah, man, because I always think that um, I'm lazy, man. My wife has to drag me every morning <laughs> to get up to do this. And I, dr- and I dread it. You know, I dread it. Doing the podcast and the Enchilada Casserole podcast. <laughs> you know, I, I, it's not that I don't want to, but I just don't want to wake up. I don't want to wake up. It's I hard think, sometimes, I, man. It's hard sometimes, man. Like, <laughs> you know, you come back from three days of, of touring and driving and... Body, man, body's burned out. Body's burned out, man. You're, you're tired of having the face again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, having a face of smiling and looking alert. <laughs> it's work, fool. It's work, bro. It's, it's like, <laughs> like you said about the show, everything, it leads up to the show. Yeah. Oh, you kill it for an hour, but the whole fucking day, the whole weekend. But everything, yeah, led up to Fuck, that. Fuck, dude. Yeah. I know, man. People don't talk. Yeah, oh. and then people don't talk about, like, um, Condition the, the, the people that you, that you got to deal with. Like, maybe... On the way to the studio, there was an asshole on the way over here. You know that we see all the time. That we, can, we just don't want to come here. Can we always see him? Oh yeah, dude. But nobody here's an asshole. Just saying. <laughs> For example. Anymore. For example. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> you still fuck with raps and shit. You still fuck with music? Yeah, you know, me, uh, me and my boy Vic Damone, You know, we're we're uh, we're doing a lot of the music too for for the show. Oh, yeah, fucking boy, it. Yeah, well, know? I noticed that fucking. I was like, all right, you yeah. still making it or what? Yeah, he's uh, he, my boy Vic. He's doing a lot of scoring, you know, and then uh, and then I'll come in and drop a couple of verses here and there in Spanish, Spanish verses, you know. You freestyle? Chingon, nah, man. man. <laughs> Everything. I can barely remember the written shit. <laughs> I was about to put on my sway hat and ask you. Hit <laughs> MC. Damn it. Yeah, man. I would want to be a rapper too. <laughs> I had a locker full of rhymes and knew him well, bro. <laughs> the rhinestone cowboy. <laughs> For real, man. I am going to write a. I'm going to come up with a rap album one day, man. That would be sick, man. Like rapping Rodney or something. <laughs> that was cool, though. No respect. Do, no respect. Do a Rapping Rodney. Way. He gets no respect. <laughs> Rapping Rodney. Hey. I told my I told my I told my son one day you're gonna have kids on your own. He said, So are you. No respect. No respect. <laughs> Rapping Rodney. <laughs> For that fool. Rodney, as old as he was, bro, he kept it with the times. Hell yeah. That's what fool. A lot of comedians, bad a lot of entertainers yeah, don't keep up with the streets. You gotta yep. know the streets, bro. You can't be an idiot like fucking Donald Trump and confusing 9-11 with 7-11. <laughs> you can't be a fool, bro. ISIS, not ISIS. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> 
I know, man. <laughs> that's the biggest mistake you can make. That fool's probably not even sleeping right right that's now. No, you, that fool's going to have a heart attack. That's why you're trying fool. to be a fucking president. Red face fool. How would you feel, man, if the person you're voting for doesn't know the difference between a 7-Eleven and a 9-Eleven? And even, even if, if, if you could say, well, they wrote that for him. He should know. He should oh. know. Yeah. Just like, he should not read the prompter. What are you, fucking Ron Burgundy? <laughs> on fucking anchor, man? Pretty Go much. fuck double. yourself, San Diego. You got yeah, to double check yourself. Like, what the fuck is that, right? <laughs> Do I like it on my ass? You know what I mean? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, man. Well. Stop signing. My stepson <laughs> is voting for Hillary, he told me. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the right path. He's been on the Hillary wagon for a while, bro. <laughs> Even when I, I try to mention Bernie Sanders, you know, who's that old man? <laughs> I don't want that guy from Back to the Future to win. <laughs> Doc Brown. Hey, Doc. I like, I like that kids are more involved now, you know. Like, when I was a kid, did you guys have, um, did you guys have um, fake elections for presidents in no, your class? I think we did. We did, too. Yeah, yeah. We did, too. And, and Ronald Reagan won. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but sometimes they got to do that, bro. Low elections. Oh hell yeah, dog! Did you yeah. vote? Did you yeah. run for class president? Uh, no, I was a treasurer. I didn't want to be in the spotlight. <laughs> you really fucked nah, nah. <laughs> Every since then, bro, this gonna be one percent Jew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all the Jews out there. <laughs> so originally, you're from Boyle Heights, Boyle Heights, and East LA. Yeah. What streets? I grew up in uh, by uh, Indiana and First Street, and then of course on Soto and First Street, and that whole area of Cesar Chavez, you know. Indiana and but First I, Street yeah. after the First Street store. I used to stay right there with my aunt all the time. Right there, my, then one of my aunts lived over there by uh, on Chicago and in uh, in uh, 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 Michigan. Damn. Another aunt lived over here in uh, on, on uh, by Tepeyac. Tepeyac on Fairmont and uh, and Blanchard. So I was like, I was all, I was all over the place, man. <laughs> so you used to order pizza from Luigi's. Oh, all the time, man. You know, and, Lu- and King Cole. Let me tell you about, <laughs> about Luigi's. Did you, the streets that he mentioned right now is pretty much three miles away from the housing projects, Pico Aliso. And Luigi's Pizza was the only pizza that delivered in the projects, but they won't deliver in the projects. You could have given them an address and they'll just that drop was, it off. That was it, yeah. <laughs> so I would call, I, would, I knew an address across the street that was 405 South Clarence Street. <laughs> right? And if you were on 412, on the even numbers, you were in the projects. <laughs> so they didn't deliver to Clarence Street on the even numbers. <laughs> like you can't be 212 Clarence Street. You can't be you no know, 144. You got to be 711. Just odds. <laughs> Odd numbers. You got to be so, outside waiting. So you got to be outside <laughs> waiting, bro. I'm sitting there like Elaine on Seinfeld waiting for fish. <laughs> so as soon as he would get there, he'd drop off two a six pack of Pepsis. And two large pizzas, bro, <laughs> with some fucking chicken wings. <laughs> you were saying so Take it across the street, and people will be like, homie, who delivers that shit? Luigi, you got that number? <laughs> yeah, but you got to order from across the street, dog, or else they won't show up. <laughs> you got to wait. Right <laughs> and they never got robbed. I used to order pizza all the time. Crank calling and order pizza for people. And <laughs> yeah, dog. Neighbors across the street, you know? <laughs> that bitch up the street. One time I ordered like 20 pizzas and shit, sent it to the lady down the street. She's always giving me a hard time back when, you know, we were younger. You know. 
always, we always be playing football on the street, in the middle of the street, always getting mad because we were playing football. One day I said, fuck it, I'm going to just order some pizzas, order like 20 pizzas, man. And I think she bought them all too. <laughs> no, <listen> to the <laughs> That's one of the best pizza pranks I ever heard. Hell yeah, dog. That's you don't crazy because like, you still do it today, dog. You can still do it because they're going to believe you. Hell yeah. yeah. But they ask you, give me your phone number. Yeah, they call <laughs> yeah, you back. Yeah, yeah. I'm right here waiting yeah, at the see, door. Before they wouldn't, uh, they just wanted your address. And I was uh. <laughs> yeah, give me that phone number. Um, the phone number <laughs> is um, your public phone. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> What's up, Rodrigo? Okay, upcoming Killing shows. Up. Dallas, Texas. I'm in Arlington Improv. This week. This week. May 19th through the 22nd with Rodrigo Torres and Keith Manning. Get off the field. Okay, everybody. Get ready. Everybody who lives in Dalton, Georgia. Dalton, Georgia. Okay, that's close enough for you guys to drive to Chattanooga, Tennessee. May 27th through the 29th at Comedy Catch. I'm there with Rodrigo Torres and Marcela Arguello. Hoover, Alabama? What? I'm going to Hoover, Alabama. I might have sex with your sister right after your uncle. <laughs> June 3rd to the 5th at Comedy Club Stardom. That's the baddest comedy club in the South. Comedy Club Stardom. A lot of great comics have performed there and sold that shit out. Bruce Bruce. Earthquake, big names, man. And now Felipe Spars is coming. So, man, let everybody know, man, there'll be a Mexican showing up this time. <laughs> Hit up fans at Felipe'sWorld.com for a couple of free tickets to the show in Alabama. And when I mean a couple of free tickets, I mean if you ask for five, I'm going to give them to you. Orlando, <laughs> Florida. Alabama only. only Alabama. <laughs> Orlando, Florida. June 9th through June 12th at the Orlando Improv. San Diego, California, one show only, July 15th at Humphreys by the Bay. Spread the word so we can fill up that place. Not only do we want to fill up this place with people, we want people who have sailboats to sail and park your boat on the side of the show, on the side of the stage, and you can watch the show from there and listen to it. So if you have a, a boat... If you have a fucking bodyboard, <laughs> a schooner, paddle your ass <laughs> to the bay and watch me perform for the seals. <laughs> also, check out all my dates for the rest of the year at philippersworld.com slash tour. Don't forget, if you're going to buy s something on Amazon, make sure you use our Amazon search window on philippersworld.com because every time you buy something on Amazon, our site will get a little cut. Also, if you want to be a, a cool-ass person and post it up that you bought something through our page, we'll also give you a shout-out and a big thank you, man. Hell we yeah. love you. Everybody who listens to this podcast, <clears throat> I want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much for your, for your, um, for your viewership, for your listens, for liking our page and telling us how much you love our show when we meet you. You might say that we don't want to hear it, man. We do want to hear it. My nipples are getting hard. <laughs> I'm getting the goose chills. I'm getting emotional here. But yes, we do love it. We love doing this show. We love doing this show. Also, man, if you haven't heard, I have a podcast with my wife. It's called the Enchilada Casserole Podcast. And we do that every other week. And we have a lot of women listeners on this show. And they love it. And... um it's a whole different show from this. The yeah mans and the what's up fools are minimal. 
<laughs> there isn't a loud ass laugh. You get to see a side of me that you don't see on this one, you know, right here I'm fronting. <laughs> you were a tuxedo on that one? Yeah, I'm just kidding, people. I'm the real G Holyfield. <laughs> Shout out to Birdman for falling off with Harley Davidson this weekend. <laughs> Harley's ain't for kids, old man. Yeah, man. That foot thought he would just go real fast, bro. Get roadie go Get a dab and get on a motorcycle, bro. Yeah, that's what he gets for waking up the whole fucking hotel. But he still showed up like a soldier. Like Frankenstein, dog. That fool over there taking photo like Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to that big chief he brought. <laughs> yeah. What was his name? Raymond. Shout out to Raymond your who boxes. made the big ass Keith box for me. Thank you very much. Anybody out there, if you want a personalized Keith box, I got the man for you. And it's not going to cost you no $400. This <laughs> motherfucker has wood coming out of his back. <laughs> the this Indian guy is a cool. We're going to believe this, Citric. This guy showed up, a Native American guy, showed up with a fat-ass Keith box and put an ounce in there and gave it to me. Anyway, so... <laughs> Shout out yeah, to him. And, um, <laughs> he's hilarious. I, I meet people, man, who get inspired by this show, bro. Yeah, by both shows. Like, he told me that he was in a coma, bro. And the podcast brought him back. Damn. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a po like, <laughs> the podcast keeps bringing him back. And he's a Native American, man. He doesn't drink. Cause you know, because you don't want to turn into a wild engine. <laughs> Drinking that fire water. What's up, fool? Take care, everybody. We love you. Also, man, keep liking our post. And also, man, write a review because, man, we're moving on up because of you guys. This is your podcast. Hell yeah. We're here for you guys. And if you want to say Citric, Citric about watching your show on TV Land. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. Yeah, make sure to check it out every Wednesday, uh, 10 p.m., you know, uh, Lopez on TV Land, it's 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 funny, man. It's 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 a good show, man. You know, not just because I'm on there, but you know, it's it's a good show. You guys got to check it out. I say everybody watch this show, man, because <laughs> Moranzio needs a job. <laughs> All right, Moranzio, little by little, he's gonna become George's really really uh, opening act. <laughs> <laughs> Rodrigo, what's up? Nothing, chilling, dog. All right, you know me. Thank you, guys, everybody. Good night. Hell Goodbye. Yeah. Be cool. Good yes. everything. <laughs> <laughs> Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply.